0: to episode 215 of Cantabite Dispatch. I'm Emily Lind, and with me, as always, my delightful co-host, Brittany Brown. Hi, Brittany. Hello! How are you? I am doing okay, I suppose. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing good. I am already ready for this week to end. Like, I was just, like, so tired today for no reason.
0: Last night. I was very tired today, but that's because I slept like shit last night. So.
1: I did wake up really cold, and I was watching like one of those like uh, TV shows where like they have 48 hours to solve the crime. So like maybe mm-hmm. that made me like really nervous to like whether or not in my dreams
0: that I'd solve the crime or not. <laughs> <sighs> oh, speaking of being cold, my heat broke last <laughs> week. That was fun. No,
1: are you okay? Luckily,
0: they got yeah. No, like they got it fixed within like a day. Which is good because sometimes maintenance stuff they're very slow on, but I guess heat, you know, there's legality issues there. But I mean, it was I have a I have a like space heater in my bedroom, and you know the like it's like it's not like that heat in the whole building went out, so there was was residual heat, like you know, so it didn't get down below like sixty four or something like that. But it's still pretty cold, especially because the basement is all like cement floors, and the cold just kind of seeps in because it's a basement in New York City, and so it was it was very chilly. Oh, but but luckily they were able to come and fix it the next day because it's good to have heat in January in New York. I almost said November because that's where my head is at right now.
1: <laughs> I know for some reason, like I'm really ready for summer like i feel like when christmas ends i'm just like all right next season please and like spring never does anything for me like spring is like you know flowers blooming everyone's having sex and like that doesn't really do anything for me (laughs) but those are
0: the things that happen in spring i didn't like
1: pollination and um you know the the bears come out of the cave um everyone's like making babies and shit yeah yeah Yeah. like all the animals yeah like the the leaves start or just shit starts growing back and everyone's fucking that's what i associate spring with
0: okay that's 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 good to know um sure carlos will be happy um no i i actually i really like spring because i i don't deal with heat great but spring is nice that i can be able to wake when you're walking around and you almost need a jacket but you don't quite need a jacket that's my favorite weather
1: I know, hopefully when celebration arrives, it won't be too hot. Because Memorial Day, like, it it's hard in May because it could be really warm or, like, summer could, like, forget that it should be here. Like, it, it thinks that, like, everyone's still fucking, but, like, no. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah. But being sick of winter is one of the reasons that we came up with a very special new holiday, and it is on January thirty first. Question mark Yes, January thirty first. <laughs> We've even if we first time we may have said the thirtieth the first time, but now it's on January thirty first, which is a Monday. You know,
1: I think that it should be either or because, like, we have friends in Australia, so like it's it could be like thirty for us and thirty first for them, because so that we can celebrate
0: it at the same time. What <laughs> Look, <laughs> it is whatever you want to celebrate it in your heart. Yes. It, it, no, it's on the 31st, but that means we can celebrate it on the 30th when it's the 31st in Australia, because we have so many friends there. Yeah, yeah. So we can celebrate it for two days, basically. And then they can celebrate it on the 31st for them and the first for them. We haven't said what day is it yet. And that is Timothy Oliphant Cake Day. And it's a day we celebrate cake and we celebrate Timothy Oliphant because those are two very good things. We like them both. Here's how you celebrate Timothy Oliphant Cake Day. You eat some cake. You can make a cake. You don't have to make it. You can buy a cake. That's fine. We support any and all cakes. And you, you watch something with Timothy Oliphant in it. It's or you look at pictures of Timothy Oliphant or just like think about him and jerk off. Whatever you want to do to celebrate the niceness of Timothy Oliphant and Cake. You
1: can do all of that. You can have a piece of cake in one hand and your hand down your pants and watch a Timmy Oliphant. Yeah. Like that's fine. <laughs> Maybe don't get the hands mixed
0: up. That's how you get yeast infections.
1: Yeah, or a cake vagina. But we don't want cake <laughs> vagina or icy hot vagina.
0: <laughs> no, no, you don't want icy hot v- vagina. It is unpleasant. Look. Things happen when you use menstrual cups and also have a bad back and don't wash your hands properly. And it is not the most pleasant thing in the world because when you're rummaging around down there, you want to make sure you have perfectly clean hands. So
1: you're rummaging around down there. Damn, you're that must because it's like, you know, like when you when you put in a tamp like it's 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 just simple. But then it's like that you're you're moving around. Everything's so like your whole vagina I mean, must have just it's been not.
0: It's not like difficult, but it de- like it does take slightly more contact than an applicator tampon does. Yeah. You're- <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh my god, we are. <sighs> you know how many times this weekend
1: Carlos was asking how you were doing? He was very concerned about your <laughs> vagina. <laughs>
0: It's very kind of, it was, It went away fairly quickly. Oh, it was not a long-term thing, but I mean, part of the, re- the reason that is, is because, you know, it's a lot of like, like an area that like, like there's a lot of like mucus membrane down there. So like anything that absorbs, absorbs really like intensely, mm-hmm. like it's not an area that you want to put anything that, you know, is going to be t- icy hot. Anyway, Timothy cake Day. Yeah. it. I'm very excited for it. It's right around the corner. You're going to make a cake?
1: Yeah, I'm going to go to the store tonight and get ingredients for the cake. I'm just making something light, something that I won't feel too terrible eating. And it was funny because I was explaining this to Carlos last night because we were talking about what we're getting at the grocery store. And I was telling him that I need to get a cake for Tim for I need to get a cake. And he's like, well, why are we making cake? And I had to explain
0: to him (laughs) that the 30th or the 31st is Timmy Oliphant cake day. (laughs) Brittany sent me video of this and like, Carlos wasn't just confused. Carlos was baffled. <laughs> <laughs> and it made, brought me so much joy. Like, he, he didn't, like, disapprove. He was just utterly bewildered by it.
1: Yeah, that's that's, like, half of our conversations is, like, me, like, telling him about something and being, like, wait. What? I mean, like, right now he's on, like, a high because he went to the dentist, and all the dentists found him charming, so he's, like, walking around here being like, I'm charming. I'm a charming (laughs) man. (laughs) And it's, like, almost making him more charming of him bragging about charming because he's just sitting there eating his dinner and winking at me. (laughs) <laughs> but I oh, I was cars. telling him I'm like I don't know if this is just you being excited that you were charming or they thought you were charming or you just being excited because you're now going to my family dentist and like it's just that everything's connected now I think it's a mixture of both
0: <laughs> um, Suggestions of thing to watch for Timothy Oliphant Cake Day you go watch Deadwood Classic Top top Shelf Timmy Oliphant I am currently in the middle of a Justified rewatch Because, I mean, I mean, partially because Timothy Oliphant Cake Day, but Mm -hmm. there was an announcement last week that they are doing a sequel series to Justified. It's going to be like a limited run, which is good because then you know it's probably tightly written and has like a beginning and end, which I like in a show. And yeah, they're bringing back Justified. Timothy Oliphant is so far the only one they've announced that signed on. Super excited. Love that fucking show. I am currently near the end of season three. It is Timothy Oliphant at his most charming and hot as fuck. And he has lots of scenes where he makes out with and has sex with women. And that makes me happy because it means I get to see shirtless Timmy Oliphant in jeans. And that is not a bad thing to see. You could also watch Scream 2. Don't recommend that. Terrible movie. You could watch Hitman. Also not a great movie. You could watch the um, terrible Die Hard movie that he's in, but he is good in. Just the movie sucks shit. And I don't know. Anything. Anything to me on. Season 2, episode 1 of The Mandalorian. Yes. I mean, I don't know why you'd want to watch Star Wars, but <laughs> here's the thing. Like, I was just sitting here going, what else is Timmy Oliphant end? Like, that wasn't me, like... I literally forgot that he was in Star Wars for a second there. I'm like, what else is Timothy Orphan doing? I mean, it's
1: easy to forget something like Star Wars, because, like, who watches Star Wars anymore? You <laughs> yeah. know, like, doesn't it, like, suck now? Like, everyone hates it, and, like, everyone doesn't like anything anymore, but, like, all of a sudden, like, the everyone loves the prequels now. Like, did you know that, like, the prequels were, like, actually good, Emily? Because, like, a lot of people on, like, Facebook and Twitter think that, like, the prequels were really really
0: good Boo. oh he's also in once upon a time in Hollywood for like 10 seconds oh that's right yeah watch
1: that watch that for Brad Pitt on the roof with his shirt off oh yeah
0: and he is in that show with Drew Barrymore where she's like eating people or whatever
1: oh yeah is uh, uh, St. Clarita Diet or something
0: yes yeah He's in Girl Next Door. He's in a horror movie called The Crazies, which I've never seen, but is one of my sister-in-law's favorite horror movies. He's in a really shitty looking Jennifer Gardner movie called Catch and Release. It's probably a romantic comedy. Oh, yes, it definitely is. You can see him in Go. Oh, what's the one where it's like the 60
1: seconds where it's like there's a bunch of cars and Nicolas Cage and Angelina Jolie?
0: Gone in sixty seconds. Yes. <laughs> um First he's in First Wives Club? He must be in that for like two seconds. Well it's nice to know and He would have been he would have been very young.
1: It's nice to know that we have multiple viewings of Timmy Oliphant. Like we can do this all day, we can do this for like an hour.
0: Like there's no limit. Like there's just so much. <sighs> Oh, my God! look! I gotta see if I can figure out if I can show this to you, but it is him in First Wives Club, and he is a baby. Oh, I can't quite get it. there we go. Oh my God! He looks like Sebastian Stan. He's got like Sebastian Stan hair and he's got an earring. Oh my God. Oh. Oh, he's in a scene with, I think he's like on a date with Goldie Hawn or something. I haven't seen that movie in a very long time. Good for him. Good for Goldie Hawn, man. (laughs) Anyway, yes. So you celebrate Timothy Oliphant cake day by having some cake and watching Timothy Oliphant. If you are going to watch some Timothy Oliphant or eat a cake or both, please take a picture of your cake and whatever Timothy Oliphant movie you're watching and tweet us at CantoByPod and let us know and hashtag it, Timmy the Oliphant Cake Day, which is a super like short and catchy hashtag I know, but I can't think of any way to combine Oliphant and cake or Timmy and cake. So Timmy Oliphant, just Timmy Oliphant Cake Day. You know,
1: I, I'm just really <laughs> hoping that, you know, a friend knows a friend knows a friend who like knows Timmy and is like, hey man, do you know that you have a holiday? And then he's going to be like, what day? He's like, well, maybe it's it's the 30th or the 31st. I don't know. But it, there's cake associated with it. I mean, I think that if anything with this holiday, I think that should stick is the fact that no one knows whether or not it's the 30th or the 31st. Because that's my yes. favorite part of this holiday other than the cake. Yes. Because I love cake. I love bread. I love, I love all the ingredients that you use to make a cake.
0: Yeah. I mean... Granted, Timmy Olfone doesn't look like a guy who eats a ton of cake, but that's okay. I think he would enjoy cake when he does eat it. Of course. And I don't think he would deny other people the enjoyment of cake.
1: Never. That's why he's ha- he has a holiday, and that's why no one else does. Yeah.
0: I love him very
1: much. I know I'm excited to make my cake I don't know if like because I'm doing a I think I'm doing a fun fetty cake and maybe I want to oh. like try to do like the sprinkles like Timmy Oliphant but like I it...
0: <laughs> you could do like a you could do like a like a sheriff star to be like Deadwood or just pants Yeah, pants
1: cowboy hat yeah that's a good idea I'll think of something
0: good yeah, please send us pictures of your Timmy Oliphant cake. Even if it's just like you eating a hostess cupcake, that counts. Yeah, anything can be a cake. Yeah. yeah, I'm probably gonna like. I'm just gonna go with the box cake because you know that's like a Sunday and Monday for me, depending on what day it is. And so it's I don't. I'm not gonna spend like all day doing it. So, because that's you it's know, not like spring not yet. Really my weekend. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not, you know, I'm. It's not like I'm working from home and can just like pretend I'm at work and bake a cake. So, I'm probably gonna get a box mix. I, th- I was thinking maybe like a strawberry cake mm-hmm. or a lemon.
1: I love a good strawberry box cake.
0: Yeah, um, maybe like a strawberry with a with a chocolate icing. And it could be like chocolate covered strawberry cake because chocolate covered strawberries are sexy, and to me, all fun is sexy. Mm-hmm. Boom! Perfect. There we go. Have you been watching or doing anything cool lately? Um, I haven't really been doing anything cool.
1: Um, I have been watching a couple shows, though. Um, I started Peacemaker. <gasps> I love it so much. I'm on, uh, I just finished episode three. And I love John Cena. I love John Cena. I am <gasps> I, I know. so happy.
0: I have enjoyed John Cena and other things but I haven't seen him in a <clears> ton <time. throat> like I saw him in Suicide Squad And he was in um, The Fast and the Furious movie But And I liked him in Suicide Squad I thought it was like But he's so unlikable in that movie And then in this movie I'm like Oh no he is Wonderful and I love him and he's so Fucking good and what I like about him Is Like when you look at big action stars They so seldom, like, have a sense of humor about themselves and are willing to be, like, embarrassed and dorky. And he is so willing to be embarrassing and dorky and a loser. And that makes me love him and it makes him so much more interesting to watch.
1: Yeah, and I love how he's, like, not afraid of, he seems, like, fearless, but, like, fearless in a way that, like, he's not a, like, yeah, he's, doesn't care if people think he's a loser or like he he's his own person like we've never seen a super and I, I don't know superhero but we've never seen someone like him before and he's just so funny like he just makes fun of himself easily and yeah. just the jokes going all around like Jameson's doing a really good job
0: Like, he doesn't have to be the coolest dude in the room, and he doesn't have to be the toughest guy in the room. And that is so refreshing after guys like The Rock, who I do like, but has just, like, gone down that I'm going to be the cool action hero guy all the time. Or, you know, like Vin Diesel or Statham. Like, people who just, like, they can never lose a fight. They can never be the butt of a joke. And, I mean, he is butt of a lot of the jokes on this show. And he has a pet eagle who hugs him with his wings. I love Eagley.
1: If anything happens to Eagle, I will riot.
0: <laughs> oh my god, that is a terrible thought. But the whole supporting cast is good. The show is funny as fuck. Robert Patrick is terrifying as this, like, scary white supremacist dad. Oh my god, he's horrible.
1: The, the blonde lady, though, like, she's not very nice.
0: James Gunn's wife. That's his wife? Or partner, anyway. I don't know if they're married, but long-term partner. Good for
1: him, dude. She's jacked. Like, she does, like, the dancing scene in the beginning. You can see, like, her muscles. And
0: (gasps) how good are those fucking opening credits?
1: Oh, They're the best. I have to watch them every time.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, so good. No, she, yeah, she's not very nice.
1: Yeah. And, um... I love, um I, I don't know the actress's name, but she was in Orange is the New Black.
0: Um She's wonderful. She,
1: I love her in this. I'm so glad. Like in my head canon, I'm like, oh, she got out of prison and now she's happy because that show, <laughs> like Orange is the New Black was like good for a couple of seasons, but it just like went to shit. And it just, Okay,
0: I couldn't, yeah. I could never get into it. I watched the first couple episodes. I'm like, I hate this main white chick so much.
1: Yeah, then... um, the guy from American Pie, like he was ho- uh, pie fucker, yeah. horrible in it too. Like they were all horrible people. Ugh. But um, that's good. I was behind on a show that I started in quarantine, which was uh, Netflix's Too Hot to Handle. So I finished seasons two and three, and they were – Magnificently terrible. Like
0: what is this like a, is this like a reality show? What is So this? it's a I don't know what okay. this is. Let, let, let
1: me let me try to win you over with this. So they send like ten horny as fuck people on an island. All right. And they tell them, All you know, right. this is like the real world, like this is something called like pleasure island. You're gonna come here to fuck, you're gonna come here to party, it's gonna be fun. But they're actually here on like a retreat. Um and there's this cone named Lana who watches them. And she's like, you can't have sex. You can't kiss each other. You have to, you know, form actual connections with each other. And it's just crazy. Like, these people, like, being like, I can't have sex. Or, like, them, like, going into the shower and masturbating and losing people money. Because, like, they can't, they can't handle it. It's too hot to handle. So... It's horrible. And then everyone on the show (laughs) is just horrible. Um, It's... It's so good. I, I love
0: the smile on your face as you're describing how horrible the show is. It's,
1: it was like good horrible. Like these people are all like terrible. But I mean like they're not bad people. It just it's so funny because like they ha- it's like $10,000 or $100,000 on the line. And they could one of them could win that. And they don't care. They're like I would rather fuck you right now than win this money. And it's crazy to what lengths like you know sometimes like two girls look at each other and like, you know, I don't give a shit and they just make out just cuz it's like, "Oh, I want to Everyone to know that, like we're we're not here to fuck around. But then Lana's like, "Oh, you know, every offense is going to be charged two times." And then like Lana like deactivates or something, so everyone thinks they can have sex. And then like she's like, "I was here the whole time. I saw you guys doing things, Harry. You were masturbating in the shower, and you two over there had sex, and it costs everyone sixty nine thousand dollars." So it's great. I recommend it. Uh, Season two is better than season three. I feel like the characters are more likable. Um, If if anything, watch season two, because season one is oh it's okay because the first seasons of a show sometimes it's like not especially a reality show like that but it's more funny season two because like these people we get to see their reaction to like oh my god i'm on this you know i'm on this show i'm gonna have the time of my life and then they're in a retreat so that they can get to know each other and you know why they don't want to have you know long-term relationships but i mean if you don't you don't but i just think it's funny and it's a good show and everyone's, you know, some people are likable, some people, you know, aren't. but that w- that's what makes a good reality show. Nice. Yeah, I'm um, trying to think what else I've been watching. Um, I've been watching Euphoria. They really turned it up on the dicks. I think we see like penis like every episode now. And you know that have the wrong penis, you know. So Yeah, I come like yeah. Yeah, they're nice, you know, the they all come in different sizes and shapes and that makes that's what makes them beautiful, you know, like what One Direction said, you know, they were talking about penises. So um Euphoria's fine a show like that that's, you know, well received by like teenagers and like them knowing that, like I feel like They try to be, like, all experimental and weird and funky. And, like, for, like, me, an adult lady, like, I kind of don't get it. But to each their own, it's fine. Um, But, yeah, no, I haven't really been watching or doing anything. I'm going to start that Playboy documentary on A&E tonight. Because. Oh, what's that? It's just everyone spilling the tea about how horrible Hugh Hefner is. Or was. (gasps) Oh, awesome. Yeah. So. I can't wait to watch that, because I grew up watching The Girls Next Door and all of, like, their separate reality shows. Like, I...
0: Did you ever read Holly Madison's mm-hmm. book? It's actually, like, really quite confronting and good. Like, the writing's not great, but she's so, like, just, like, straight out with the horrific, like, gross, abusive shit. And... That was a really, I really enjoyed that. Yeah,
1: like, I, I feel like, too, because in this, I saw, like, a sneak peek where, you know, she compares it to, you know, living in a cult. And I can, like, definitely mm-hmm. see that. And it's interesting because, you know, her and, because there were the three girls, Holly, Bridget, and Kendra. And I feel like Holly and Bridget, you know, kind of are like, okay, like, you can speak about this, all this stuff. But like Kendra is the one that would always like shit talk and be like, how dare you talk about Hugh Hefner? Like he did so much for us, but she also got married at his mansion. And
0: and she was also the youngest. Yeah. And
1: so that's it's interesting to see. I mean, like maybe. Yeah. I mean, everyone's story is their own story, but I I've been following Holly for years um i watch all her shows i read her books uh she has a youtube channel where she's going back and watching old episodes of the girls next door which is really interesting because we see like different perspectives of like what was actually going on versus what was going on in the show and i love that because like i i grew up watching that even though i shouldn't have like i remember being like mesmerized like by these girls and like by you know like they were posing for playboy and how like Cool, it was. They're just like modeling, and I'm like, wow, like they that's awesome for them. But yeah, I can't wait to watch that. Um, yeah, what are you, you've been watching?
0: Uh, Peacemaker, been re watching Justified. I just started the new HBO. Um, the Gilded Age, which is by the, it's created by the same guy who did uh, Downton Abbey. And even though I pieced out on Downton Abbey in the later seasons, I really enjoyed the first couple. And this is set in, you know, like late 1800s New York City. And they've, there's only been one episode so far, but I enjoyed the hell out of it because there's lots of pretty costumes and drama and this like the whole thing here is this like new money versus old money Hmm. and i don't know i like the cast and you know christine bransky's in it um and um cynthia nixon and some other people i like and i don't know i don't know how long i'll stick with it but so far it was just the right amount of like pretty pretty costumes and the right amount of trashiness so Oh, and the Tommy Lee, Pamela Anderson Hulu thing is out, I think, like, in a week.
1: Oh, my God. I can't wait to watch that.
0: I am really looking forward to that, which is not something I thought I really was looking forward to, but it looks like a lot of fun.
1: All these, like, new shows and documentaries, like, it's, it's nice that, like, every night you can be like, oh, like, I have something to watch. I can do something. I know I still need to go back and watch uh, the live-action Cowboy Bebop because, like, I watched a couple episodes and I kind of really liked it. And I'm kind of we have like, kind of why bother when it got canceled? Exactly. So it's like I can always return to it because, like, I can only do, like, one episode at a time anyways and there's only one season. So, tough shit.
0: Uh, I've been watching this little show called The Book of with Fett. What's that about? It's about Tamora Morrison being super cool and having really shiny teeth. Is he in his undies, too? He is in his undies. And he has, like, a belt when he's in his undies, which is an interesting choice. The undies belt is not something i would seen before. Well, but if you're going to, if you know, if you're going to be attacked by a Wookiee, because I guess it's a handy thing to have. So yeah, we haven't, um, we haven't recorded for two weeks. So we have episode three and episode four to talk about. We're not going to go scene by scene because y'all have seen the Wookiee and also I can't be fucking bothered. And really, I would have to like have notes or something and that's not going to happen. So I'm just going to talk about stuff that I remember in it. Um, People are really, really fucking butthurt about those colorful bike chases but um first of all how fucking George Lucas were those things and also who gives a shit like it's fine to not like them but people acting like it like ruined their lives or some shit and I thought it was kind of fun I'm like when you look at those characters with all their very young cyberpunk kids I went of course they don't have you know they don't have enough money for water but they're gonna have their super colorful bikes because that's who those characters are
1: isn't it ironic though seeing the people that are getting mad about young people in Star Wars that look different. Like, I feel like that's, like, real life when people see, like, millennials or some shit and be like, look at these (laughs) fucking kids having fun with their bright speeders and shit. Fuck them. Like, that's really what I got when I saw the backlash from episode three of Boba.
0: Yeah. And also, like, how can you care about that And an episode where we get Danny Trejo and... Boba adopts a Rancor, just like he wanted, Brittany. I'm not sure if they got him from a
1: sanctuary, but, like, maybe it's, like, how, like, people rescue greyhounds from, like, China, because, like, they used to race there. Like, I, I, this, my hand cannon, head cannon that, you know, they rescued him, and that's, that, that's just what happened. Like, I am shocked that something that I wanted happened in Star Wars. And
0: he's just a cute little baby Rancor and now he's like gonna bond with our buddy Boba Fett.
1: My favorite part of the interaction was how Boba was glowing when he saw the little Rancor boy. And how he wanted to figure out a name for him. And I'm thinking like, this is real life shit right here. Being excited about a cute creature wanting to fucking name it. And I swear, anyone who had to insult this interaction with him in the Rancor, there's no fucking way that you would see a cute puppy and be like, what am I going to name you? Because that's going to fucking happen. And that's when I'm like, you know what? This is great. Like, Boba Fett is dad as fuck. He's at the barbecue with the white sneakers and the jeans and the plaid shirt. Like, that is fucking Boba Fett and i love that so much but like you know he's not he's not some normal guy at the barbecue like he's also like kicking ass (laughs) taking names so he's kicking ass taking names barbecue but dad how great is it
0: that boba fett the favorite character of our good buddy hawes from over at blue harvest how great is it that he turns out this is not something we ever saw in the original when Hawes fell in with him as a little kid. But it turns out Boba Fett, his favorite character, loves animals just as much as he does, and that makes me so happy because it's such a random little detail to give Boba Fett, and it's so perfect. Like when he's, I could watch him run around that bantha all friggin' day. Oh, me too. I love all of these, you
1: know, uh, flashback scenes and all the scenes with the animals. When he's telling Banthas to go out and make Bantha babies, like that's, oh my god, God. (laughs) he's
0: he's so cute. I'm, all right. I will say I'm very, very upset about the Tuskins. Obviously, that was one of the two ways it was going to go. Either they were all like in hiding, and we're going to get a big like, oh, they're going to come back and help him, or they're all dead and he's gonna go on a revenge thing i hopefully they're not all dead i think maybe like a weapons lady who trained him with the with the stick might be alive because we didn't see her but it fucking sucks i liked them a lot that was very sad
1: yeah i was bummed to see that happen i mean i feel like it was inevitable unfortunately like you know seeing the smoke and you know knowing that he had left and knowing oh god like He left, you know, something could possibly happen. Um, I'm glad, though, that it wasn't necessarily dragged, you know, his revenge on the Pikes. He got that, like, very quickly in episode four, and I was happy to see, okay, Um, he got his revenge. That's good. Um, But, I mean, I feel like in these next couple episodes, it's going to be him against the Pikes. Because, yeah, he's still fucking pissed at the Pikes because he killed his friends
0: yeah and also whoever that you know whoever that who' was ever in charge of the pikes and you know fingers crossed it's not fucking Amelia Clark because she sucks shit and I don't I can't deal with her non acting anymore than we already had to deal with in solo but um oh we got the cool fight scene with um chryssanin pulling him out of the back to tank and just like going to town on him oh that was. T- terrifying i did not
1: like that at all like the you imagining like sleeping and some like big ass fucking
0: bear takes you with like a rag doll like that's terrifying <laughs> he's just throwing around it's so great i love how many people it takes to take that fucker down but i also like that was like hey man we- we're all good you were working for them you had a job to do now we're fine I liked in the next episode when he's at the fucking the goddamn club and uh, Jennifer reveals is being like, "Dude, you're so handsome and such a good fighter, and you don't have to do. We all know you don't have to prove yourself." And trying to calm him down, and he like acts like he's gonna be okay, and then he cuts <laughs> that dude's arm off, <laughs> and she's just like, "Men."
1: I love her. Like that was so hot, how she was talking about Chris Santon. I'm like, man, they gotta fuck. Like, I was just so excited. I'm like, wow. Like, I love for her to talk to me like that or something. Like, <laughs> yeah,
0: damn, <laughs> yeah. She's that. That was fun. Um, I'm glad we got the the Fennec um, stuff. I, cause I wasn't sure. Like, when in when we saw Mando that he had saved her. I had thought maybe he had met up with her beforehand, and that's why he saved her because he was she was like somebody he knew. But I liked how this played out—that he saves her because he just he's that guy who finds her and is like, "Okay, I'm gonna save this this woman," because that's what he that's who he is. And I liked that. I liked him going to the like augmentation club. I thought that was cool. Yeah, I had kind of forgotten about her robo tummy
1: yeah i did too i thought it was fun like in the shop and like the different music and i'm loving these like i think we're calling them like the mods now like everyone with like the body modifications like i think that's interesting how that's like like, the cool young thing to do in star wars is to you know modify your body you know like how like tattoos like how we you know hear you know tattoos and piercings like i think that's a really cool yeah and like
0: implants and stuff but uh, and i will say This is something I will admit I did not think about until I saw somebody tweeting about it. And that is, it is a shame when they're bringing in characters with prosthetic limbs that they're not using actors with prosthetics. That they're using able-bodied actors, I think, is not a great choice. But again, I will say, like, I didn't think about that until it was pointed out to me. And then I went, oh, yeah, that's that's not great
1: yeah it's not you know you would think that they would learn from you know previous bad activity like i feel like you know to be inclusive you know they would do something like that but you know unfortunately you know with star wars's track record like yeah it's just a bummer because that's a that's a great idea
0: it's sort of well i was just thinking about this is like even when you're talking about inclusivity like what what people think about when they think about inclusivity, because this also just came up with um, the interview Peter Dinklage did when he was talking about this live-action Snow White and the Seven Dwarves that Disney's doing. It's like, well, they're casting, uh, I believe, a Latina woman as Snow White, and that's great, but you're doing the Seven Dwarves? Like, that's super fucked. And I, I thought that was that was a really like g- like good point. It's like how is it that you're aware of this this sort of inclusivity but completely like ignore this other shit? And I that made me that combined with this stuff I was reading about today with the mods. I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that even I like as conscious as I try to be of that shit, there's stuff that I just don't think about and I have to be reminded of. Yeah, I didn't even. Because everybody has work to do.
1: Yeah, like I didn't even think about that, about the mods. And yeah, I was reading that today too about Peter Dinklage, and Disney literally just put out a statement saying that, like, oh, we're reimagining the seven
0: dwarves. I'm like, yeah, the fuck you are. Like, it just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, also, like, what a yeah. Like, well, yeah, I'm very skeptical there. But.
1: Yeah, I mean, these live action Disney movies, I feel like they're kind of like a hit or miss. Like, I feel like the best live action. Um, Well, Con, I can't even think of, like, the the best live action that they've done from, like, previous movies that's, like, a bigger hit now. Like, I I can't really think of anything. Like, I feel like they're just doing it for the nostalgia, but I feel like they would have been smarter with the Seven Dwarves or hold off on the Seven Dwarves. But, you know, because it's Walt Disney's first motion picture, like, they have to do it. Like, no. No, you don't.
0: Like, don't do it. I also, I just saw that they're doing... The Aristocats. And first of all, uh, people don't understand the word live action means if they're talking about a live action aristocrat. Because I guarantee you what it's not. Also, who gives a fucking shit about the Aristocats?
1: I love, you know, that one person out there who thinks that they're going to get real live kitties. And then they're just going to add, like, voices (laughs) to them. Like, they're going to get little Marie and little, I don't know any of their names. But...
0: Marie's the little one with the bow, Yeah, right? the sassy one. The little white kitty with yeah. the bow? Okay, yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, no, not good. So, um, I was going to say Mandalorian, and that's because my question was, okay, so obviously into a Boba Fett, he's getting ready to go to war. It's like, well, you can, you know, credits can buy you muscle. Mandalorian music, are we seeing, are we seeing Din next week? I mean, why else
1: would they play the a oh, wah wah, a oh, wah wah? Like,
0: okay, I gotta say, yours, your a woo woo is not quite as good as Haas's, but you no, know, that's okay. It was still good.
1: No, Haas's is better. Like, you know, you know, the drunk lady at, you know, the karaoke bar trying to like sing like Celine Dion. <laughs> that's me right now trying to compare to Haas's a oh, wah wah, a wah oh, wah. Like, it just, it's it's so good. It's like a, Good bowl of spaghetti,
0: <laughs> and like I, I don't even like spaghetti that much. And I'm whispering because that's kind of that's it's a, secret. a secret. Okay, I'll keep I'll keep your secret. Thank you.
1: <sighs> yes, so I feel like we have to see him, but the I was wondering, are we gonna have to see the other Mandalorians too? Since now he has a dark saber, like are they following
0: ha- him now? Since he has it. <sighs> <laughs> yeah because I also like I don't like I don't like I don't I can't quite figure out where we're going to be in the timeline here uh, this is this is why I do all these shows like right around the same time like gets like a little bit iffy because then I have to keep track of too much and I don't I don't know like I assume it's going to be after but I guess he's didn't go right to Mandalore with a dark saber or anything he's going to take this little side journey to help out Boba Fett, I don't know. How about, yeah, how about you need some muscle, you go get Cobb Banth. That's the, what the fuck? I've been waiting for this for,
1: like, four episodes, and he's still not here? Like, Boba, how the fuck did you get that armor? Like, I don't understand how he knew that Cobb Banth had his armor. Like, I want that backstory.
0: Where the fuck is it? Yeah, we see him watching him in the distance, so give me, give me that flashback. I just want them both on my screen at the same time again. Like, I want the prettiness. I Timmy Oliphant and I want I want Tamora Morrison's handsome handsome face and his white white teeth. Oh my god I'm not going to be able to contain
1: myself if I see all of them on one screen especially that hair. His fucking hair that like we're dedicating a fucking cake to. Like the beauty that is his hair. Fuck. Oh my god. Yeah.
0: I wish I had the artistic skill to sculpt his hair out of cake.
1: Me too. Such good hair. Yeah, I'm, I'm more annoyed that we haven't seen him yet. Like, every time we see something, I'm like, oh, my God, it's cop. It's cop. We're going to see cop. <laughs> I want my corn on the cop. But, no. Hopefully soon. I'm really hoping, because you were talking earlier about how – you know, that you hope that Amelia Clark isn't the fucking leader of the pikes. And I a hundred percent fucking agree. I don't know why everyone wants everything to be fucking connected in this weird fucking universe that we all like for some reason. Like, we don't need that. I mean, she's off right now filming Secret Invasion with Mendo and Samuel L. Jackson. Like, we're we're good. She's good. Like she's good over there. Like she's fine over there. She's happy with Mendo. I mean it's fucking Mendo. Like who's not fucking happy? But I don't think we need her, because then we'll have to add this, like, aging crap. And we don't need that. We don't need her. We we just, we don't need these things. And I just, the whole, you know, everything's connected thing, like, sure. You know, it was fine, and, like, it's just not fine now. And it's just, like, it's cheap. Yeah. I don't like cheap, like, take me to the fancy steakhouse and make me a nice fucking steak. Like, you're taking me to Denny's right now with this shit. Not disrespecting Denny's, but there's a difference between a chicken fried steak at Denny's and, like, a steak at, like, a fancy steakhouse.
0: Oh, fuck. I do love chicken fried steak, though.
1: I do love a good chicken fried steak. Every time I see Rusty with that fucking chicken fried steak, cause every time he goes to fucking Denny's, because it's my dad's favorite place to go before we go see a movie, he's, like, a kid at Christmas, like, He's always like, I don't know what I'm going to get. And he always get the fucking chicken fried steak. And I always look at it every time thinking like, I wonder when my day will come when I w- will order a chicken fried
0: steak. Oh, my God. So when I was living at home after um, after college for a year, when my dad would go on Sundays to church with my little brother and sister, my mom and I would like go out for breakfast most Sundays. And we would go to Tony's, which was this diner in my, in my hometown. And I would g- often get. Chicken fried steak and eggs, which, like, chicken fried steak, fucking sausage gravy on top of it, two fried eggs, and because it's a diner, like, also, like, toast and a stack of pancakes, and it is too much food to eat in an entire day, much less for breakfast, but fuck, it was so good. That's... Artery-clogging, like, sodium, insane-level goodness.
1: Ugh, that sounds delicious like anything fried and anything with like gravy or just anything just a high percentage of fat and carbohydrates it like has me like written all over it like send me the fuck up hey since since you're from new york have you
0: not i mean not from
1: new york you're you're in new york now that's what i was thinking yeah i know you're not you're not from new york you're from from indiana yeah because gary indiana you know like from like the music band yeah, I, I've watched i watched that musical way too many fucking times. Um,
0: are you familiar with the garbage plate? I know, like I'm. That's I believe more of a Jersey thing, or is it a like Pennsylvania thing? I know, like like I know different places do it but I've never I don't think I've ever had it.
1: Yeah, I I le- cuz I'm thinking like, you know, that I don't know why why a chicken fried steak is reminding me of a garbage plate. But cuz here I'm I'm looking it up right now, a garbage plate in Rochester. That's Rochester. Okay.
0: Oh, okay. So like upstate. Yeah, upstate. Yeah.
1: If I ever go back to New York, which which I I will. I don't know when. I have I definitely have an excuse to go back, but not anytime soon because the world is in shambles. Um, I really want to try this like garbage plate because it just looks like everything I love like burger, macaroni, burger, happiness. Sign me up. I love food. Me too. I'm. Kind of excited for the Super Bowl because of like the food that's going to be presented to me at the Super Bowl, and I'm also like very happy presented you know, to you. Even though, you know my my boy Carlos, you know loves loves his his Packers, loves loves his Packers. I don't have to see fu- fucking anti vax Aaron Rodgers in his Super Bowl, and that makes me mm-hmm. like on a De Armas at the end of Knives Out where she's like sipping her coffee. Looking down at everyone, like that's how I feel that both him and Tom Brady are not in the Super Bowl. I'm kind of bummed that Patrick Mahomes is because the Mahomes family is like fucking nuts. Like,
0: oh, I don't know anything about them. Brittany
1: Mahomes is like mean and she pours champagne all over people, and like Brother Mahomes like does TikTok dances on the football field and it's disrespectful. And like, he's mean to people in restaurants, which if you're mean to people in restaurants, then you're a bad person. So, but I think Patrick Mahomes is fine as a human being. Like, he sounds like Kermit the Frog, and I hear he's a lovely person. But maybe, like, you know, talk to your family. Like, try to try to be nicer to, I don't know. But, yeah, we don't have to see Tom Brady or, or uh, Aaron Rodgers. So, oh, that man, Aaron Rodgers. The
0: more he talks, the more I'm like, get out. Yeah, that dude's a fuck nut, but whatever.
1: That's the unfortunate thing about, like, sports is that, like, I know more about sports because, like, I live with sports now. Like, Sundays, especially now, because it's, like, it plays now, like, all the time. Like, it's Saturday and there's football, and then it's Sunday now it's football. What's even worse is that people have conversations at work about football, and I know exactly what they're talking about. Like, that's when you know that you watch too much football, when you, like, you know that, oh, yeah, like. This happened and this happened, you know, went to overtime and the other team got the touchdown when the other team probably should have, but it was determined by a coin toss and that's bad because whoever wins a coin toss basically wins the game and that's unfair, but that's just how the rules are because like football's life, you know? Yeah. It's a mess. But anyways, um, back to Boba, I, I was fine. With both episodes. I I feel like I still see people. That are like angry and mad. But then I'm like. Why? Like we have a Star Wars show. Like we haven't had a Star Wars show in like a year. Like we should be happy that we're seeing Star Wars. On our TV. Like I feel like almost like. Not I'm just saying not I'm not saying we but it's like we're ungrateful for you know all the hard
0: work like I don't like know, I don't think you have to be grateful that like I don't care if people dislike it it's just like it's just like then you don't have to you have to, you watch, have to watch, it. watch it yeah it just or you can just like you can like t- if you tweet like oh that was stupid or like oh that sucks or I don't like this I don't either it's like the like the length and the level of the vitriol that makes it stupid like dislike whatever you want oh, of course to, but. But it's a TV show and have some sense of fucking perspective. And I feel like we live
1: in such like a clickbait world now where it's like people are just saying things to either like piss off people or just to say something because like they feel like it's like rare or shocking or stunning. So it's like they're just saying things to say things, but everyone's like, I, I, I. Yeah, like I, I don't know, man. Like it kind of like takes it out, you know, for me honestly like maybe i should just like stay off of yeah. like social media or like mute the star wars like facebook page or something because like every i just i see all these people like complaining and complaining and i'm like you know it's okay to complain but when you're commenting on like the facebook page that's you know for star wars like what are you doing? Like, yes. it's it's very different from, like, tweeting about it, I think, because it's, like, you're literally, like, targeting something or someone, like, or, or a page being, like, this thing that you provide to us is shitty and I hate it. You know, versus, like, going to Twitter. Like, I know that's your opinion, your opinion but it's, like, I almost feel like you're, like, going out of your way to be more of a dick rather than, you know, just sharing it on, like, your Twitter feed or, like, something. Like, I it just... It yeah.
0: Well, it's also like the difference between putting something on your own timeline, which is versus like searching Boba Fett on Twitter and replying to complete strangers to yell at them that their opinions are wrong.
1: Yeah, I. It's sad that people like that exist. And feel like it's necessary to, you know, either put people down for their opinions or something. I mean, it's the other way around, too. You know, it could go for the people that are commenting on that being like, how dare you hate this? Like, this is the greatest thing in the world. Like, you know, that why why do we have to do these oh, things no. like why can't we all just be like yeah. taylor swift and like make it so that no one can comment on your you know pictures on instagram or something <laughs> like wouldn't that be nice to you know have a social media platform where like you could say something and like no one can reply back because
0: that'd be nice i do like i don't know i like with both of that i find myself i'm i'm marge with a potato i just think it's neat
1: i like that too yeah i I think it's fine like i like it i really like it every time it's on i'm excited um i am able to wait until i get home on wednesdays to watch it which is nice like i i definitely have to remind myself like 10 times a day to not go on social media but so far um everyone's been like really good like i think i get like a couple of memes every now and then i'd be like oh that's a meme i need to
0: stay away but um yeah the only thing i got i got spoiled on Danny Trejo, but it was my own fault because when Stephen Root came on being like, hey eat the, you know, being the water dude I couldn't remember his name I'm like, hey, it's a guy from news radio what's his fucking name? And so that I look up his name and it's like, oh, Stephen Root and Danny Trejo and Will, and I'm like, oh god damn it <laughs> but that was, that was like, you know, that wasn't somebody tweeting something, that was me being stupid and not being able to stand, not remembering somebody's name for two goddamn seconds and, you know, in the middle of the episode on my phone, being like, this will be fine. Of course it wasn't. Of course I got spoiled or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I
1: should know after, you know, the season two finale of The Mandalorian. But yeah, it, it happens to the best of us.
0: <laughs> no oh i i how fun was the fucking looney tunes chase between boba fett and the little rat catcher droid
1: i thought he was so cute how he had the little net ready to catch the rats and then boba grabs him he's like i am boba fett and then he just turns himself off (laughs)
0: loved it more of that it was goofy it was like cute it was funny That's what I'm glad
1: that we're getting like this goofy Looney Tunes type of things in Star Wars now because I feel like sometimes it was just like so fucking serious. And, you know, George probably would have like done something like that, too. You know, George tried to do that with like with the prequels and with Jar Jar, like make things like goofy. Like, why can't we have fun here? Like, do do people like not have like fun? Like, I, I feel like people, you know, take something like Star Wars that's like not like futuristic, but like, you know, Mist, not mister. I'm thinking of the fucking word fantasy. Fantasy. And fantasy have to be serious. Fantasy fucking serious. But, like, fantasy can be fun. Like, why can't we have fun here in this fantasy party?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm loving it. I think it's just a good time. And that's what I want, which is just, like... Something that's just, like, relaxing and nice. And it's got some uh, interesting enough, like, intrigue and some cool dramatic moments with the Tuscans and stuff. But it's mostly just a fun thing to watch when he's, like, going and being a crime boss. And it's more Morrison. Leave Leave him alone. He's awesome. Let him do whatever goofy shit he wants to do. Yeah, I mean, for everyone who's, like, complaining
1: that, like, he's, like, old and, like, he's not, like, you know, moving around much,
0: I'm like... What the fuck are you gonna do when you're like in your 60s like him like what yeah, the fuck i guarantee he he's in fucking better shape than like you are like 40 year old dude complaining about this shit on your fucking twitter feed yeah like could you call your car insurance
1: company and report a car accident like i don't fucking think <laughs> you can like we always have to fucking go back to this like i don't understand why we can't just let people you know, shine and let people, you know, show off their fucking skills. Like Tamara Morrison has a ton of fucking skills. And if you don't think that's enough, then why don't you go, okay, we're gonna hire you one day, at Lucasfilm, to try to do the stunts that Tomar Morrison is doing. Let's let's see how you do. Let's see how you do, Craig. Craig from fucking Minnesota. Let's see how you fucking do. Yeah, bet you can't ride a fucking Bantha. No, Craig. Go fuck yourself. You can't ride a Bantha
0: <laughs> Anyway Let's not get bogged down in that. The show's fun. Got a couple episodes left. I'm enjoying it. How many episodes are there?
1: I think like six or seven.
0: Okay, whatever. I don't care. It's good. I like it. Yeah. I want to see Cobb Vanth.
1: Me too. I hope we don't get like more like, I'm glad that we haven't gotten a lot of like bounty hunters. Like, I'm glad that we got like a, a right? county or, or a, a comic book character. Like, that's great. Like, I'm glad that we got, you know, black chrysanthemum. Like, I think he's fucking great. I thought when he was running off in the sand, was fucking adorable that when he told Boba told him to go, he just started running off. I'm like, man, I do the same
0: fucking thing. Yeah. And then he's just getting drunk in a club and beating people up and being fucking cool shit. I love him. And then now
1: they're going to work together. Yeah, uh, yeah. Ah! It's all, I love it.
0: Oh, man, I really hope this, like, I'm getting together muscle doesn't mean we're going to pull in, like, fucking Dengar and all those other motherfuckers. They're
1: useless because he knows that, like, Black Krasantan's this shit. I mean, okay, Darth Vader could be shitty at choosing bounty hunters. And, like, you know, maybe Boba Fett was, like, the only good bounty. Because, like, he looked at all those fuckers and then looked straight at Boba Fett and said, you know what? Yeah, you can do this shit. So I don't think that any of those guys mean shit. Like, I think that Boba Fett, out of all of them, was the best. And Boba Fett knows he's the best. That's why he's not going back to them for, like, any problems. Because he already went to, like, the separate houses. You know, I feel like this is the like Game of Thrones so like, the houses and everything. But he did that. That worked out, you know, fine. Everyone's staying neutral. Or at least, you know, he thinks they are. So... We don't have to see them. I mean, you know, maybe he'll send them, like, a Christmas card every Christmas or something. But, you know, we don't need to (laughs) see them. Maybe, like, everyone, like, tries to Zoom now with their families and shit. Like, maybe we'll see them on Zoom. I don't know.
0: I just have this sneaking suspicion that when this episode goes up on Friday, we're already going to see all of them oh my God. in this week's episode. <laughs>
1: that would be so funny. Like, I
0: don't want to jinx because I feel like like we kind of jinxed it with like the rancor. Yeah, I, it, but in a good we got drink yeah, but we jinxed it in a good way then. But maybe if I maybe if I get the episode edited and up tonight. <laughs> and we won't see all the bounty hunters, man. Yeah, it'll it'll change time and space and erase them, putting in Dengar and shit and Vosk or whatever. The only one I'm okay with seeing is Cad Bane. Hello, little darling. <laughs> oh, well, um, there's I guess there's other Star Wars stuff. There's a bunch of video games, but who gives a shit? Um. Mary Elizabeth Winstead has been cast in Ahsoka, but all we know is she's in Ahsoka. Like, we don't know anything about her character whatsoever, and also I don't care about that Oh, show. but- I like her. She's, but
1: she's having sex with Ian McGregor, so that makes her kind of important.
0: Yeah. yeah good for her. I guess. Yeah. Uh, I like her in um, fucking, what's him called it? Birds of Prey. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we'll see. Like, whatever. Again, like, just- It's hard to know when we don't know anything about that show and also I don't care about that show because it's gonna have Ezra and fucking Thrawn and other shit that I don't care about yeah but I feel I feel the same
1: way but also part of me is like wow like the Paralysis family like this is their fucking show like damn like this is like a family reunion for them like even though I'm like damn I don't want this I'm also like
0: damn good for them <laughs> Uh, any other Star Wars thoughts?
1: No, so this Star Wars is fine. Uh, speeders, I guess, like, it doesn't matter if you're on a sand planet, guys. Like, speeders can still be, like, whatever fucking color you want. Like, let's all paint our speeders like bright colors, you know? that That's just a fun thing to do There's, always, there's,
0: there's always, like, car people and motorcycle people and shit. It makes total sense. Yeah. Whatever. Britney, where can people find you on the internet?
1: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as Kento Brit. What about you?
0: I'm on Twitter and Instagram at E.F. The show is at Cantobite Pod. You can send us email, cantobytepod at gmail.com. Please share your celebration plans and photos for Timothy Oliphant Cake Day. Because we really want you to eat cake and enjoy Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. Other than that, um, I don't think there's anything I have to say. Except we will talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye.
2: Kanto bitch number one, doing it fulcrum style. Uh, check it out. Listen up, y'all, cause this is it. Fuck all the rest, be a Canto bitch. Britney, the genge, and Emily Lynn. Bet on these two to show place and win. These are the girls you've been looking for. Unique takes on Star Wars and more. Listen every week for laughs and fun. Take it from me, Canto bitch number one. i just can't quit how do you become a bitch like me got you gotta download cbd send emails just listen and chill give them some names to fuck mary kill ask them a question or send a top three mine is lindo brittany and me
1: your
2: pod might be good but my girls are better check out some folks they want a bang and a refresher Chris and Kylo Ren will have Tarkin, and of course Mendos, and a shout to the Plugs and a Rustin Brown, and Emily's dad straight putting it down. Every week my girls be getting it done. I should know, I've been down since day one.